It's Tuesday, January 24, 2012. American energy fueled by homegrown and alternative energy sources. That sounds to me like the same old policies will be seen. State of the Union energy facts versus fiction. You want the payroll tax cut? The pipeline goes with it. All options are on the table. Keystone XL pipeline fight redux. The hottest Arctic on record. Radioactive rice in Japan. Plus, forget Fukushima. Is nuclear's bad reputation caused by... Bond. James Bond. All of that and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I think it's pathetic. Who asked you, John Boehner? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, I'm very happy today because A, we've got James Bond in the Green News Report. Yes. And uh, B, today happens to be the Brad Blog's eighth anniversary. So, uh, happy birthday to you. And happy birthday to you, too. Thank you very much. Uh, what do you have for us today? Oh, it's that time again. Washington, D.C. is a buzz. Because it's the eighth anniversary of the Brad Blog? No. Oh. It's because it's the next episode of Capitol Hill Kabuki Theater, known as the State of the Union Address. Uh-huh. President Obama's State of the Union Address occurs amidst the most bizarre Republican presidential primary in recent memory. <laughs> and according to Democratic Party sources, President Obama will call for an expansion of domestic natural gas drilling, but as you heard, Republicans are already criticizing the speech before it even airs. So here's some pre-bunking and pre-fact-checking to keep in mind. Oil and gas drilling in the U.S. is actually at its highest level in history right now under the Obama administration. Because he hates energy. Apparently not. Offshore oil and gas drilling has returned to the record high levels that we saw before the BP oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. Because he hates offshore drilling. Apparently not. And the administration is well on its way to final approval of the first ever deep sea oil drilling in the fragile Arctic. Because President Obama wants to do everything he can to kill the fossil fuel industry. Apparently not. But on the other hand, lawmakers who voted in favor of inserting an arbitrary deadline for the Keystone Pipeline into unrelated legislation received a windfall of $42 million in campaign contributions (laughs) from lobbying groups supporting the pipeline. Just a coincidence. Meanwhile, congressional Republicans in Congress are plotting how to respond to the president's denial last week of that Keystone XL pipeline from Canada. On Sunday, Republican Speaker of the House John Boehner told Chris Wallace of Fox News that congressional Republicans may try to force the issue again by, again, withholding another extension of the payroll tax cut for the middle class, which is set to expire in February. Are you saying that you may link the Keystone Pipeline to extending the payroll tax holiday? We may. But as I said, all options are on the table. While Washington fights over drill, baby, drill, the globe continues to warm. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration announced this week that 2011 was the ninth hottest year on record globally. Now, 2010 tied for the hottest year on record. With 2011 being the ninth hottest year on record, it continues the trend of the last 10 years, all being among the hottest 10 years on record. But in the Arctic, however, 2000 was regionally the hottest year on record. Climate scientists say the Arctic is heating up much faster than the rest of the world. 
Meanwhile, on the other side of the world in Japan, the Japanese government has announced it will now test for radiation contamination at more than 25,000 rice farms in eastern Fukushima Prefecture, the farming region surrounding the crippled Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant. The expanded radiation monitoring comes after Japanese rice farmers in the region, believing the Japanese government testing to be inadequate, voluntarily tested their own rice farms for radiation exposure and found many, many rice samples contaminated with radioactive cesium above legal limits, far more than the previous government tests had indicated. The farmers did their own tests and found this problem because the government did not? That's correct. Wow. Forget Fukushima. Nuclear's bad reputation isn't caused by nuclear accidents, but instead by Bond. James Bond. That's according to the Royal Society of Chemistry in Britain, which caused quite a stir last week. When you they mean they were stirred, not shaken? <laughs> Indeed they were. They said that the real villain is James Bond, specifically the film Dr. No. In a statement released to coincide with the 50th anniversary of the film's release, they were met with widespread derision in Britain. Here's University College of London professor Tom Burke on the BBC. The idea that somehow it's Hollywood that's made people sort of skeptical about nuclear power is a bit like thinking, well, it's Hollywood with gangster movies that are responsible for crime waves. Well, actually, we're against crime because we don't like it when we see it in movies, so maybe we're against nuclear energy when we see it in movies as well. Yeah, pay no attention to that whole Chernobyl thing. Well, the jury's still out. It's either yes or Dr. No. For more on all of these stories, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Remember, you can download all of our Green News reports at iTunes. You can listen to us via your mobile device on Stitcher Radio. And you can follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>